today on Truths That Transform. And our declaration says that next to life itself, the most important right we have is liberty. You're talking about defunding the police. Like everyone knows that's crazy talk. It is because people have turned away from God. Welcome to Truths to Transform, a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries, where we are standing for truth and defending your freedom. I'm Rob Pacienza, Senior Pastor of Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church, founded by Dr. D. James Kennedy. This weekend, America observes Memorial Day. We remember the countless thousands of men and women who have fought and died defending the freedoms that you and I enjoy today. As it's been said many times, freedom is not free. On today's program, we will look at the cost of that freedom. America is built on a written constitution. The law stands above all our rulers. This system of laws has made us unique. And the decaying of this system should be deeply concerning to us. As we begin, our own Jerry Newcomb investigates the consequences of the erosion of law and order in America. The American people are so fearful of the government and they forgot to be fearful of God. And if there's one thing we should learn from the history of power, it is that governments rarely give it up. Once they accumulate it, they get drunk with it. And where the left is leading us now is anything but safe pastures. This lawlessness that is percolating throughout our society is the fruit of this rejection of truth. The scale of violence that just happened in our city is unprecedented. April 2022, Sacramento, California. Six people were shot and killed and 17 injured by an alleged shooter who had been released from jail significantly early by a California plan to reduce the number of inmates. November 2021, Waukesha, Wisconsin, a driver ran over marchers in a Sunday Christmas parade, killing five and wounding 40. The driver had a criminal record, including an attempt to run over his own ex-wife. He had just been released on a $1,000 cash bond just days before. May 2020, Houston, Texas. A grandmother went shopping at a local pharmacy and was stabbed to death by a total stranger. The alleged murderer had been arrested 67 times and was out on two felony bonds. And on it goes in modern America, where too often there is crime and no punishment. Our nation was founded on one principle called the rule of law. And that is that all of us have to have some order. And the police are an essential part of maintaining some civility and order in our culture. To defund them is to advance chaos, is to weaken our, our way of life, 
and to weaken our society because we have no rule of law. Uh, it is all part of the Marxist design to create chaos. For them, out of chaos comes a new order. An example of crime-related chaos can be seen in parts of California where the left has passed legislation whereby it is only a misdemeanor to steal anything under $1,000. The results are predictable. And what happens is, is it's open game. It's, you know, free opportunity for shoplifters everywhere. And the problem with that is, is it not only uh, begins to make a mockery of our laws, think about this as well. There are major corporations deciding where they're going to locate a pharmacy or maybe a grocery store. It also affects those that are in the poorer areas, the poor zip codes, because it is going to be even less likely that major corporations are going to put establishments there and minister to some of those individuals' needs. Now, if you can get away with stealing $1,000 and not be prosecuted, some goods that are equivalent to $1,000, as in some cities, obviously that incentivizes crime. Why wouldn't it? I have a friend who said that he stole a magazine in one instance when he was a boy and he was caught. He said that was the best thing that ever happened to him because he really learned a lesson, do not steal. Now let's suppose if he wasn't caught, let's suppose that he uh, in time began to commit even greater crimes and steal more, if he got by with it, well, he could be quite a thief today. I mean, there are consequences to all this, and the consequence is people are left safe. And, uh, and, and people who are guilty are, are taking control of our streets. And that's one of the biggest impositions on freedom that I can think about. If you're free to go out of your house, you can say you're free. But if you can't leave your home, you're not very free. You're talking about defunding the police. Like, everyone knows that's crazy talk. But suddenly you're told, no, 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 there's a new reality. Um, it is because people have turned away from God. Some on the left advocate for defunding the police or replacing them with social workers instead. And this idea that we'll just have a lot of social workers out there and not have police, well, how's that working in all the countries around the world or even in uh, 12 different cities this last year whose murder rate was higher than it's ever been before? Since mid-2020, with the push to defund the police, we have seen a 43% rise of blacks being murdered, mostly by fellow blacks. All of the people who have said, we want to defund police, want to take, you know, re significantly reduce the police forces, all of those people, governors, mayors of cities, and legislators in Congress, have doubled their personal police, personal security staff or at least significantly increase their personal security. Now, if you're all advocating for defunding the police, why do you, why you, why you increase your police force? Why don't you go ahead and model it for us? A case in point is Congresswoman Cori Bush of St. Louis. To this day, she calls for defunding the police, but she gets testy with critics who know taxpayers have to shell out $70,000 a year to give her special police protection. You would rather me die? Is that what you want to see? You want to see me die? How do you, how do you call for such a, a crazy uh, uh, you know, mandate for the city of St. Louis and surrounding areas, and yet you personally, you, you make sure you're protected? 
Uh, a lot of them also advocate for completely getting rid of prisons, uh, if you could imagine that. So we have the worst of the worst uh, criminals out walking about and, and, and doing the, the, the most heinous crimes. Um, if, if evil didn't exist, maybe we could make a case for that. But the reality is, is evil exists. And evil exists, it doesn't matter what, what your ethnicity is. Uh, evil exists and could exist within all of us. And so uh, with an evil element, we can't take the chance for, you know, for citizens to be constantly put upon or set upon by evil people. And so we have to be kind of practical about how we go about these reforms. The number one role of government is public safety. I mean, that's not something that anybody else can do unless you're a really rich person and have your own private you know, security force. We need to wake up as a community and recognize the manipulation and the deception that is happening in our community by the progressives. Ultimately, much of the debate in the realm of crime and no punishment, as we're currently seeing, gets back to different understandings of man's basic nature. Do you believe that man is perfect or do you believe that man is flawed? If you believe that man is perfect or can be perfected, then what you will do is you will consistently try to create the right circumstances for everybody to become better and better and better. And that's what, what we see going on, especially in California, that these people who are stealing $1,000 or less, uh, yeah, they're doing a bad thing, but they just need to be provided the opportunity to, to do better. And so if you believe that man is perfectible as the left, as the progressives do, then you're going to keep laws um, as streamlined as possible in order to get people back out on the streets. In fact, prisons are bad because in prisons, there's just a lot of people there and it's not a system in order for a person to better themselves. That's their point of view. Now, those of us who have a conservative point of view, and especially those of us who are part of the church, understand that man is broken and that the only thing that keeps us in check are God's laws. And so what we've got to do, as Romans 13 says, that uh, what government is all about is for protecting us against evil. So law and order is, is only best if it's understood with the right understanding of mankind. Our free booklet, Issues and Answers from God's Word, gives useful verses and biblical perspective on crucial matters. What does God have to say about money, schools, government, sexuality, borders, and the very nature of life itself? We'll send you this valuable resource at no cost or obligation to you. Just call or write asking for Issues and Answers from God's Word to help discern the truth about topics that affect you. This ministry has just produced a documentary special entitled Five Things the Left Doesn't Want You to Know and the impact of our departure from a biblical perspective on law and order is one of those five things. We'll tell you more about how you can see this special program in a few minutes. It's important that we understand how our foundations are being chipped away at so that we can put a stop to it and strengthen what remains. America has never been perfect, but because of the freedom produced by our godly heritage, it's been a nation worth dying for. Dr. D. James Kennedy shares more in his powerful message, The Cost of Freedom. 
What has happened to that burning flame of liberty that so moved the founders of this country? I'm afraid the flame is burning very weakly in America today. Liberty. Abraham Lincoln said, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in what? In liberty. And our declaration says that next to life itself, the most important right we have is liberty. And if you look at the Bible, you will find what many scholars agree to be the major theme of the entire Old and New Testaments. It is liberty, freedom. Did you ever think about that? After our first parents, by their sin, lost their lease on paradise, and in the bondage and tyranny of sin they were cast out, we go on to read how the people of God, because of their rebellion, found themselves in slavery in Egypt for 430 years. Finally, God sent a deliverer, and they were released. And later we read how again they rebelled against God, and they sinned and did what was ever right in their own eyes. And Nebuchadnezzar and his mighty hosts from Babylon came and took them away with fish hooks in their lips. And they served the Babylonians for 70 years. Or read the book of Judges. And over and over again, the people sin and they come into, into prison, the prison house of some despot nation around them. And one after another, and finally God sends a deliverer. They're set free. They sit again. They're in, in prison. They lose their liberty and freedom again and again and again and again and again and again and again. It's absolutely incredible. My daughter read the book of Judges recently, and she said, I'm amazed how stupid those people could have been to keep doing the same thing over and over again. We're doing it. I said, Jennifer, it doesn't happen in the space of time that you read the book. It took many, many years. But the message is clear. Turn away from God and you end up prisoner either of your own sin or of some tyrant. And so the whole Old Testament deals with that. And then along comes the great emancipator, Jesus Christ, to set men free. He said, if the Son shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. And what was their response? It is one of the most humorous and ironic statements to be found anywhere in the Bible, I think. They said, with a straight face, we be Abraham's seed and have never been in bondage to anyone. I don't know why it doesn't say that Jesus laughed out loud. Maybe because he pitied them. But they had been in bondage to the Egyptians and to the Babylonians and to everybody that had come down the pike for many centuries. And right now, they were in bondage to the Romans as they spoke those silly words. But Jesus was talking about the heart and source of freedom and bondage, which is sin. And he said that if we commit sin, 
We are the bond slaves, the doulos of sin. And so it is that sin inevitably enslaves people, whether it be alcohol or tobacco, whether it be cocaine or crack, whether it be sex or whatever, sin is always addictive and it brings people into slavery. And Christ came ultimately to deliver us from the bondage, from the thrall of sin. Shackles are broken at Calvary. And there on the cross, taking our sin and guilt upon himself, Christ broke the chains of sin and set the prisoners free. And only Christ could bring that to pass. And so Christ delivers us from the shackles of sin. He delivers us from its guilt. He delivers us from its shame. He delivers us from its power. And when we get to heaven, he will deliver us entirely from its presence, and we will be utterly without sin. How glorious that is. One great truth that Americans have forgotten, I believe, is that the source of the liberty that we have has come from one place only. It has come from God. It has come from Christ, who alone can make people free. And everywhere that people are free, it is because believers have been willing to put it on the line and to stand up before the tyrant and say, No farther shalt thou go. Having been made free in their souls, that creates an irresistible urge for civil and political freedom, especially wherever the pure gospel of Jesus Christ, the reformed gospel of Christ, in all of its emphasis upon grace and the cross, wherever that has gone, it has been followed by civil and political liberty. And we are very quickly throwing our religious liberty overboard And you should also remember that when religious liberty goes, other liberties follow. There are many in our country that have sunk so far below religious liberty that they're not even up to the element of religious toleration. There are many in this country today that won't even tolerate religion, most especially Christianity. Yes, my friends, religious liberty is in jeopardy in America today. In spite of the fact that the founder of our country, George Washington, said that religion and morality are the twin pillars upon which government rests. And, said Washington, let not that man claim the title of patriot who labors to undermine those pillars. Yet today... That is exactly what is happening. I think of the father of modern education, John Dewey, the father of modern progressive education who is so lionized in our country today and has been for many, many years. And and yet Dewey and the various leaders of the 
progressive education movement have said, quote, there is no God and there is no soul. Hence, there are no needs for the props of traditional religion. With dogma and creed excluded, then immutable truth is also dead and buried. There is no room for fixed natural law or moral absolutes. And that statement made by Dewey could just as easily have come out of the mouth of Hitler or Marx or anyone else like that. By the way, I asked someone today, what was communism all about? What were they trying to do? Was it something to do with economics? He wasn't really sure. And I said, well, let me give it to you from the lips of Karl Marx himself. When asked by a reporter what he was trying to do, he said that he was attempting to dethrone God and destroy capitalism. Notice the order of priority. Yes, my friends, I think Americans have come to the place where they take their religious freedom far too much for granted. And today, many people look upon religion as an evil, not even to be tolerated, but to be removed. Folks, when our religious freedom disappears, all other freedoms follow soon after. I'm Jennifer Kennedy Cassidy. All this month on Truths That Transform, we're examining five things the left doesn't want you to know. And we've just completed production on an exclusive documentary special that we want you to have on DVD. This documentary exposes how progressive policies based upon humanistic and atheistic worldviews have done enormous damage to America. The cultural left, guided by Marxist ideology, has been undermining America for more than a generation. Until now, much of their work has been in stealth, ignored, or even covered up by the left-leaning legacy media. But the pursuit of their agenda has accelerated as America has entered the 2020s, and we've seen it suddenly explode into the public eye. Riots and unrest in the streets, the sudden insanity of gender confusion, runaway inflation, open borders where deadly drugs are shipped and human beings are trafficked. The new documentary, Five Things the Left Doesn't Want You to Know, exposes all these issues and more. It features such experts as Eric Metaxas, Erwin Lutzer, former U.S. Senator Rick Santorum, and many more. And it shows how cultural Marxism is unraveling our country. We'd like to send it to you as our thanks for your generous donation to help this ministry stand for truth and defend your freedom. And if you're able to give a special gift of $100 or more, we'll send you this new DVD plus the hardcover book, Miracles in American History, Amazing Stories of Answered Prayer by Susie Federer, drawn from the research of her husband, William J. Federer. 
we have produced a brand new special gift edition of this wonderful book in full color, filled with illustrations and overflowing with encouragement. Discover how during desperate circumstances in America's past, men and women rose up with faith and courage and saw miracles. Revisiting the amazing works of God in American history will revitalize you and energize you for the challenges our nation faces, especially during these tumultuous times. Please send a generous donation as soon as possible, and we'll thank you by sending you our brand new DVD documentary, Five Things the Left Doesn't Want You to Know. And if you're able to give a generous donation of $100 or more, we'll send you the DVD plus the newly published gift edition of Miracles in American History, Amazing Stories of Answered Prayer by Susie Federer as our thanks. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339, or call toll-free 877-962-7677, or go online to djkm.org. America's birth certificate, the Declaration of Independence, placed the roots of our rights in God, our Creator, Its authors were not perfect men, but they were right when they declared that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The nation built on those truths and rooted in God has been the freest nation in history. So how should you apply what you've seen today? The first step is by remembering This should not be mere lip service. On Memorial Day, it is vital to stop and remember the sacrifice of brave men and women who gave their lives to defend America and to remember the truths enshrined in our Declaration and our Constitution that they paid the ultimate price to uphold. Secondly, you must teach your children and grandchildren to remember as well. The prophet Joshua instructed the leaders of Israel to set up 12 stones as reminders to their offspring that God had miraculously brought them across the Jordan to enter the promised land. But teaching the next generation to remember is not easy today when the media and the entire public education establishment demonizes America's founding and severs the fruit of freedom from the root of God. Whatever it takes... Changing school boards through elections, sending children to Christian schools, or homeschooling, our children and grandchildren must understand and value the principles of liberty under law, and to recognize that their foundation is an objective biblical truth. Without that truth standing over presidents, governments, and individuals, everyone does what is right in his own eyes. Power becomes its own end and tyranny rises. Finally, give thanks to God in prayer. Freedom is a rare gift in human history, the extremely unusual exception rather than the rule. This nation was settled by those who longed to worship Jesus Christ, and our government was founded by those who drew their view of the world and of human beings from the Bible and built accordingly. God blessed that effort with incredible prosperity, security, and liberty. But to paraphrase Benjamin Franklin, we have forgotten that powerful friend and imagine that no longer we need his assistance. Let us pray for a return to the Lord 
and that God will once again bless a repentant America. D. James Kennedy Ministries is standing for truth and defending your freedom. I'm Pastor Rob Pacienza. Thank you for being with us on this special Memorial Day weekend. And here's a look at the next Truths That Transform. The more money the government prints in order to cover its tracks and its mistakes and its overspending, the less the money can buy. And that's called inflation. That's next week. This has been a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries.